Hello. Welcome to the podcast for Screw-Ups. This is Wally. Uh, how are you today? Um, this will be a... Uh, it, I, I think this is one of those that a verse kind of caught me, and then uh, I'll jump off that. Uh, I uh, Obviously, I'm reading the scripture, and I just want to put this in there for you if you're not, uh, especially if you're a believer. If you're a believer, uh, you need the Word in your life. You need it. To help you not sin, yes. Um, but it's that. It's just good for you. Um, uh, to know Him better is good. Uh, and uh, you know, I believe Jesus did it. Uh, I believe Jesus prayed. I believe He read the Word. Um, I know He memorized because he could quote it, you know, in his trouble times. So, I, and I do this in this little uh, discipleship thing. I think that's what they call it at the church right now. Um, I, I didn't do it last week, but I've asked, you know, several weeks, um, students, uh, if they're reading their Bible during the week. And not Wednesday, you know, when they're having like a midweek meeting or something. Um, and still nobody has responded yes. And these are good kids, my guess is. Um, from good families, uh, and I remember they did this uh, study at one of the kind of famous churches that had grown really fast somewhere, uh, and they even did a poll of people who are in their small group kind of thing, or whatever their church is calling their group time. Uh, every church, you know, comes up with creative ways, because being just a small group is dumb sounding. <laughs> just kidding, I don't know. Anyways, um... Uh, and they, they found that people weren't reading the Bible. Uh, and it's there's a, somebody said this at church uh, recently that an atheist professor at some college um, asked the people in the class, how many of you believe in God? And I think most of the class raised their hand. This is in America, probably. Uh, maybe in the South. Uh, so then he said, how many of you have read the Bible? And only a few hands stood up. Oh, how many of you have read the whole Bible, I think is what he said, which is, you know, a task. Um, it takes time to read the whole Bible, by the way. Uh, you know, and there's some places, you know, that can bog you down. <laughs> uh, Leviticus is tough. Anyways, um, <clears throat> uh, how many of you have read the Bible? Only a few. And then, uh, then he said... How many of you read Harry Potter's books? Harry Potter books. And more hands went up. And then he said this. He said, I don't think you believe in God. If you did, you would be reading the Bible. That's what some atheist dude said. Uh, so that's just my plug for the scripture. Uh, it's good for you. And look, um, I've had times where I've read every day for years. Um, and then I had tough times where I struggled to read a verse. And for you to start, it may it may start with something small like a verse a day. Just do it and be consistent with it. Uh, do it like brushing your teeth. Let it be a you know something that's a a habit. Um, I promise you, if you keep reading the scripture, it's something's going to pop out to you or something's going to happen to you because uh, it's life. You know, it, it cuts. Uh, 
um, it uh, it does like yesterday. I, it, this happened to me yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna read it for you. Uh, Genesis eleven six, uh, it's the Tower of Babel story. Um, and the Lord said, Behold, there are one people, they have all one language. They have, they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Um, and I, that word impossible kept sticking in my head, and uh, I thought about this thing, uh, and I'm, I, I actually texted Troy uh, Nicholson, who's at Safe Haven Church, um, and if you wanted to get into Genesis or any book of the Bible that they do, uh, they do it so well. Troy uh, does a good job, a very good job of preaching uh, and going verse by verse. And uh, Tyler Lafoy, uh, they they love the scripture and they're very good at uh, sharing it. And you can find it online, safehavenchurch.com, I think is what it is. Uh, and they, you know, they, they do videos. It's good, man. Like, if you really wanted to uh, watch some place that does that well, uh, I'm, of course, I'm biased because I, I'm a fan. Um, uh, but I, I texted him, just asking him about that verse. And, of course, it's not a big verse to him. He probably, um, you know, he's way smarter than me and, uh, all those other things, uh, but uh, he he said uh, they were truly not united. They didn't need God. They were confident in their ability to self-sustain and do all they needed on uh, for life on the earth. They didn't see their need for a substitute savior. They could truly do everything they thought they needed. Um, and uh, I thought about that. Uh, and I'm not, and I never have been, a confident in myself type person. Uh, and it isn't that I'm being super spiritual and saying I have no confidence in the flesh. It's more, uh, I'm just not confident in myself. I'm a screw up. I, I, like I, I mess up. I, I struggle with things. I struggle learning things. I, I, it, nothing really comes easy for me. Um, I mean, nothing does. I have to work at everything. I had to work at school, and I struggled with that, and I didn't do good at that. And um, I'm not that type of human that believes I can do anything. I just don't believe I can do anything. Um, and as time has went on, there's things I can't do as much as I once did, uh, which is discouraging. Uh, but I don't... I don't pretend to be something that I'm not. And I don't want to be something that I'm not. It's like last night, I tried to play a little basketball with the youth, uh, and my back was in trouble. <laughs> and then they were going to play dodgeball, and I was like, I can't do anymore. I mean, I was at my limit. I, I'm, I'm 53 now, and I have to think about work the next day. You know, I have to think about getting up and going to work uh, and being able to work because that's how I pay my bills. That's, you know... I have to be more careful. Even playing basketball probably is not wise. I'm trying to, you know, share my life with these students, and that's one way I can do it still. 
but um, the other thought I had about that is um, uh, is the whole uh, my friend Carrie uh, who has a business and I, I can't dang I'm so sorry Carrie I can't remember the name of your business but it's a running business uh, where he helps runners and, and him and his wife Micah they uh, she's an ultra runner and what ultra runners do is run really far um, and they do impossible sounding things to me so there's still that possibility that man can do these impossible things um, and people can do things without God now I, I guess the glory goes to them uh, I guess they get all the glory um, which is not lasting it's not going to last forever um, but man can still do big things uh, and I, you know I would say I can do big things but I could would say it only through Christ that's how I do big things if I do big things I don't really know if I've done big things you know And I started thinking about things in America that I've seen. The Golden Gate Bridge is really cool. Uh, Hoover Dam is really cool. And man made those, you know. Uh, uh, I, and then, you know, I think about things that God made, like Niagara Falls, which is, you know, a pretty good sight here on Earth. Uh, it's one of the wonders of the world or whatever. Um, I would lean towards God things. I would lean towards people who do things through God. That's, I mean, that's my bent. That's what I believe in. That's, I'm that people. I'm of that people. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I wonder if I should dream more or try to achieve more. So I'm looking and I'm praying. For, for those type of things uh, in my life. And I thought about this thing. Uh, I got this, they, they put this thing on my door. Um, and I want to give you like a, this is the way people think. Um, and this is the way people advertise. Uh, it's a church uh, near me. They're independent Baptists. I don't really know anything about independent Baptists. Um, but they say, uh, old-time hymn-singing, Bible-believing, King James Version. Um, that's their tagline, you know, to try to get people to come to church. Um, and for me, that's not appealing. Um, it's not appealing to me. The King James Version is not appealing to me of the Bible. It, I read it. It's just hard to read. I currently read the ESV, and when I want to quote and I want to memorize, I like the NIV. I like the, the language of it. Um, so it's not appealing to me to say we do this old-time thing. Um, I'm getting older, and I have things that I want, but I don't want the old. I I don't. There are people who do, and I think that's the reason why there's so many churches is that people are different. Uh, and I, even when I say that, 
I went to this old timey style church uh, when I was in Hawaii visiting a friend. Old timey, like him in it, um, they and thou in it, that whole thing, man. Like um, that, uh, you know, I, it wouldn't be me. Um, and then I went to the other extreme where people were in shorts and uh, choruses and um, just very new church feeling which is more my style um, so I plugged into that style of thing um, and you know I I want to see God do impossible things in this world I want to see it and I want to be a part of it um, I'm thankful that I've been a part of a couple of uh, church plants and, you know, you think a church plant in Alabama is not that hard, but it is hard. All you have to do is look and see how many people go to start a church and then how many people are still there, you know, five years later or ten years later. It, it takes an impact on people. Um, and God calls people to other places, too. Um, so that happens. But there's a church, you know, I, when I think about Safe Haven, um, I think about what God has done, and I'm thankful for the people that are still there and are part of it. And I was thinking, I'm trying to think, because I had to walk through this with my mom, you know, leaving what you leave money behind, if you have any, if you don't have all the debts, <laughs> um, if you have enough to bury yourself and all that stuff, uh, uh, that whoever I leave my money to, which, I, you know, my brother probably, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would want to give a little bit to Safe Haven um, because it, it holds that place in my heart uh, because it's a season where I did what God wanted me to do and I got to see it. And, you know, now they have their own building, uh, which is, you know, may not mean anything to people on the outside, but for me, it's just God answering prayers that were happening way in the beginning before there was anything you know um, I'd love to tell that story of uh, so few people that I knew in Tuscaloosa that we knew in Tuscaloosa um, that that you know to see what God did with that and um, it's no uh, it's not a huge movement or anything it's not a big uh they're going to write books about it one day. But it's a cool thing that God made two places of worship out of that. And I hoped for more. I'm just going to let you know, I, I was right there with Troy when Troy said something um, to an association person. And, it, you know, the thing with Troy that I heard was, we're not just going to build one place that's big. We're going to spread people around. We're not trying to just build one big church, uh, which is so counter to Southern Baptist way uh, that I grew up and just the whole church mentality of building the biggest castle that you can build, um, which I'm not against big churches, um, but there's something to small places that love the Lord and are faithful and do their thing. There's something to that. Uh, and 
I, I heard this clearly from God uh, when I was uh, praying about moving to Tuscaloosa is don't be just be a part of one new church but be a part of as many as you can be so I have I've tried uh, and I haven't necessarily served with those places but I have prayed for one in Coleman and one for in Troy uh, and I continue to pray for those uh, and I'm thankful for the people who serve there and for what God has done now I don't want any credit in all that but I'm thankful to be a part of that and you might say well what about the church that's established that's excellent and I'm for that and I do pray for those churches too you know I'm uh, for them I'm for the church and I know like I, I, I can hear my friend Brother Eddie's voice saying that I was too much against the church at one point but see I'm a part of the church so I see the things and I don't mind talking about them because I, I, I don't think there's any perfect place I, don't, I just don't believe in it I don't believe in perfection here on earth I believe it in heaven yes but I just don't believe in perfection because man, uh, and man, uh, you know, can screw things up. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it's interesting what God tells pastors to do. I, I think about things that were specific that I heard. I was around Troy a little bit there in the beginning. Um, specific things that he wanted to do, and I see them still being done there at Safe Haven. And the same heart of that. Um, and I you know, that's just, I don't know if that's impossible, but I think it's a cool thing. Uh, and I remember the day that I knew that, or when I felt like I knew that Safe Haven was going to make it. Uh, and this is, we it's weird, and I'm weird, uh, how I think about things. We were at Deb Terry's house, Deb and Scott's house, uh, meeting. Because yeah. we had already, you know, decided to be at the meeting stage. We're sitting in maybe their living room, or I don't know, they may have called it something else. It may have been some other kind of room. And we were having worship. Uh, Dave was there, and BJ, and Troy, and uh, Julie, and uh, Jenny, and Anna, um, oh, and uh, Adam. And there may have not been a few other people, uh, maybe Scott and Jill. But kids were running around, and we were doing that thing, you know, we were doing like a little worship thing, and it just hit me that it was going to make it. But, you know, that God was going to do this thing. Uh, I had already moved, uh, believing it, um, but just seeing it, because lots of new stars don't make it. Uh, and I don't know the reason why they don't make it. I, I don't know. I, I'm not in that business. So, uh, maybe listen for impossible things that God's telling you to do. And let me tell you, one of those impossible things might just be telling somebody about Christ. Just having that honest conversation. And, I mean, it's not always easy. It's not always easy for me. I, you know, I have to pray and I have to ask God for help uh, to give me the words to say and give me the right moment. And it's not easy. And I've been rejected one time. I got yelled at. And um, 
you know, it was hard to share with that person more. And he never made a decision for the Lord, as far as I know. Um, which is a terrible, terrible thing. And sometimes I don't think about the terribleness because I don't want to bug people about Christ. I want to give people a chance to know Him and put it out there and not bug them about it. But maybe I should, you know, bug people more, be more persistent about sharing. Uh, and I, you know, I, my style is not standing on the corner or passing out tracks. Uh, and, you know, if that's how God tells you to do it, you should do it. You know, there's a guy in Tuscaloosa who stands out there and waves and says, it says something like, um, if God had something, and it's a thing, and the dude is a thing. Um, he, uh, you know, people, when he don't show up, they people are, are wondering why. And I was doing work around there, and I heard all this honking. I thought, man, I don't know this many people here in uh, Tuscaloosa. And I didn't. Um, it was that they were honking for that dude. You know, that's... If God told him to do that, he does an excellent job at that. Um, you know, so that's, uh, that's one of those things. Uh, so... If yours is a corner or, you know, that one-on-one with someone, sharing the thing that, that means the most to you, that's the thing, is does it mean the most to you? Does he mean the most to you? Because I'm going to tell you something. To know him is an impossible thing in this world. To be his, that has to do with him. It's not my business. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody I can. Uh, I thought I would read this last little thing to you. I'm, I don't have much longer here. I apologize. Uh, and we've gotten to Abraham. Abram at this point. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. And I will bless you. I will make a great nation of you, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. So when Abram, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him, Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed for Haran. God calls out his people, his people, as God's business. And not all people are called. And I know that sounds harsh, um, but it's just a true thing. He has his people. And if you're his, it's because of him. It's not because of you. It's not of your works, lest any man should boast. It's not of you. Now listen, I think that there is a piece of us, like, uh, and I'll do this one later because I'm trying to parse back through the book, but be holy because I'm holy. You can only be holy because of him, but it takes some effort on your part to be like him. He's done the work. He died on the cross. He rose again. So you have the tools. 
to be holy like him. But it takes work. And that sounds contrary to grace. And, you know, when you're a grace lover, you want to bask in it. But there's an element of what you do. I don't think you become a believer on your own. But there's something to you in all that. And it's like that. It's a fight, in all honesty. Like, you have free will people who say all kinds of things, you know. And I just don't believe them. I mean, it's just like... And I give them the right to live however they want to and believe what they want to believe. You know, like, one really bad thing about Christian people is they don't mix when they go to different places. Um, And all you have to do is watch people when they go out to eat on Sunday, when they come from different churches. Um, They don't talk in line. Hardly. You know, like there's one group of people who are dressed up to the nines, I guess is what people would say. I don't know if people still say that, sorry. Um, There's one group of people who are dressed like that, and then there's people who are wearing shorts, like me, to church. Um, And you may hate me because I do that. Well, I don't hate you because you wear whatever you wear. It doesn't bother me. I just figure that that's your style and that's what you want to be in church. You want to be a King James person. You want to do old-fashioned hymns. Um, you know, when I was in this little church, uh, that was a new start that didn't make it. Uh, and there's lots of reasons why I didn't make it. But um, the church across the street put up a sign saying, we're this and not that, is basically what they're saying. It's like a dig from another church of the kingdom of God all the same kingdom you know the whole man thing gets in everything and sin gets in everything in the church too Uh, because I think it's wrong to fight for your kingdom of one church against another church I think this church should do what God tells them to do and that church should do what God tells them to do But in between them, there should be grace, not jealousy, and not rage, and not hate, and not, you know, whatever. And maybe you think I'm dogging the King James, uh, Bible-believing, oath-carrying, that whole thing, whatever. I'm not. I just want to have freedom to go to whatever kind of church I want to go to. I want to go to what I like. You know, um, so the way it used to be, that's the whole thing. Um, I don't, the way it used to be, I don't really, unless God used to move more. Now, I'd be interested in that. If you can tell me that God moves more in your, that type church, then I would go and get it. I'd go put on the clothes to get that, if that's what I had to do. But I don't believe I have to do that. I just don't. Um, and we make, Christianity to other people impossible instead of making it uh, accessible Uh, and we even put it on our signs come as you are all are welcome Uh, but it's hard for people who are not in 
to walk through those doors. It's hard. Um, so you need to be doing what you can to help people in those doors. Um, if that's where you think life is. If that's where you think the truth is being said. Um, so what impossible things is God telling you to do? Um, and I, this is just me. Don't be trying to do it in your own strength. You can go be an ultra runner if you want to be. And there, there's one that keeps popping up on my online of some guy who, who's finished this bad water run ten times. And he keeps getting older and he keeps finishing. Finishing. I mean, they're celebrating him finishing because this is like the hottest that you'll run in the, on the earth. And it's an ultra run where they're running. And, and I think, unless I've heard it wrong, they're running from Birmingham to Atlanta. That would be the parlance from here to Six Flags is what I like to say. Um, and I don't like driving that far. So I believe you can push your body to do impossible things, impossible sounding things. But don't, my caveat to that is don't be doing it in your own strength. Because you can build a tower to heaven if you want to. And people have done it, and men has done it for a long time. You're not going to be like God. You're not going to be a God. Because um, at His name, every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that He's Lord. That day's coming no matter what. And you may get yours here on the earth. That's the whole thing about being full of yourself. Um, you may get yours here on the earth. And that may be great. And, and that may be wonderful for, for you. But I'm just telling you. It's going to fall away. All your money and your fame and your power. It's going to pass away. So. Anyways. This is the end of this podcast, Impossible. Um, you're incredible. You're awesome. I hope you're having a good day or evening, whatever one, whoever one that catches you at. I'm still stuck in that groove of the 3 a.m. thing uh, in case you're tracking with me. Uh, and I hope you're well.